Welcome to the Tarot Podcast, where we're all about figuring it out together. We believe that when people discover truth and love, they come alive. I'm joined by Sarah, I'm Erica, and today we've got Holly joining us on the podcast. Holly shares about how the name of God reflects the character of God. It means that we have access to God as our perfect father, and he will always respond with goodness and kindness. Yeah, I love how Holly models such a practical faith. Uh, She really does approach God just like you would your natural father. So let's check out the conversation. Holly, it's so good to have you here. Thanks, Jono. It's good to be here. It's always exciting to see your wonderful, smiling, bubbly self. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) One of the awesome things that you get to do is you get to run some self-esteem programs for girls in high school. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So I run Shine, as you guys know, um, in Riverside High School. And um, so it is a self-esteem program. So we talk a lot. Um, a lot about our self-worth and where that comes from and that that's not determined by what other people say about us or think about us and likewise it's not determined by what we say or think about ourselves Mm. Um, and so we sort of that's the um, starting point and then from there we delve into our potential and how that's limitless Um, yeah we talk about lots we talk about choice and emotions and all sorts of really good things we get to hang out and eat food and yeah I always love seeing how much energy you get when you get to work with young people. Yeah, it is really energising actually. Um, What I find is just that um, youth are really, really wanting to engage. They're wanting to engage more than what I think some people realise. They just want someone to see them and to know them and to journey with them Mm. and love them. Exactly where they are, not telling them how to behave, how to be, how to think, how to feel, Mm. just um, helping them realise the goodness that's inside of them mm. that they may not realise themselves. Sounds like a little bit of wild good there. A lot of wild good there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. All right, well, what we're doing here, just a sneaky little segue. Um, we're looking at this invitation that Jesus gave to us about how to pray. So I might just read out the whole chunk, but we're going to focus in on the first line today. Um, but yeah, I'll read it all out just for a bit of context and then open floor. I'd love to hear both of your thoughts. Sure. Jesus invites us to pray like this. He says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. So that first line that Jesus opens with is our Father in heaven. What do you guys think? Mm. Um, I love this actually because when Jesus teaches us something Um, His words are really simple and they're really easy to understand, Um, but when we peel back the layers and we get into it, it's really quite deep. Um, I think our Father in Heaven just um, initially sounds like an address, it's who we're addressing and Mm. um, the place in which they reside, like um, Sharon O'Neill, care of Tail Race, Riverside. Really, you know, we're praying Heavenly Father, so we're talking to God, Mm -hmm. and there is all that God is, which is a whole conversation in itself, and then there is the fact that he wants to be known as our dad, Mm. Um, and so there is all that a dad is, the highest vision of every dad ever, Um, so so he's provider and protector and guider and all of that, Mm. Um, and then his throne room abides in this mystical place of all joy all goodness all love all the time and so Mm. when we're praying um that's like in the back of our mind that's who we're addressing that's yeah yeah. Mm. 
That's cool. I like the fact that it starts off with our as well mm. because Jesus tells us to pray. So then when we use the word our, he's jumping into the prayer with us. Mm. So he's mm. coming alongside and he's kind of going, we're going to do this together. Mm. Um, so our father, he's my father, he's now yours mm. as well. And so together we're going to come before the father mm. um, with whatever it is that we're going to actually talk about. Mm. So yeah. it's kind of like this our, mm. you, you're not praying alone. You've already got Jesus standing beside you in this intimacy and this friendship and this support in this mm. position I'm for you and we're coming together. He's my father. He's your father. Mm. We're coming together. That's an interesting thought, isn't yeah. it, that we've got a guide beside us. Yeah. Makes it far less intimidating, mm. I suppose, especially yeah. if you're like exploring what prayer is. And yeah. How to yeah. pray. Yeah. Well, Jesus says he, he's interceding for us all the time. So what does interceding mean? Interceding means praying for us all the time. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that too, that thought that um, he's our father, he's everyone's father. And I think sometimes when we come before God with um, a complaint of a tricky person in our life or something, it's really helpful to know that he's everyone's um, father who has accepted that so we're all on an even playing field when we come before him <laughs> so, that person that is driving me nuts or I you know whatever God loves them too and I probably drive them nuts and, you know, so I've never thought of it yeah. that way that's well, so awesome that's how I have to reconcile my differences with tricky people in my life or my pride I'm you know he's everyone's dad and he loves everyone so he's going to hear everybody's viewpoint and then yeah yeah the yeah <laughs> there's really no favoritism with God he doesn't do that it's a bit hard, isn't it, when you come and you, you feel like you're right. <laughs> mm. Anyone got to deal with this yeah. other naughty kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's such a good yeah. thought. Helps you love people a lot better, though, like on a serious yeah, level, doesn't it? Def yeah, definitely. On a serious <laughs> level, it, it does. And I think it positions our heart. Um, it helps us love people. positions our heart. Yeah. That's that so probably cool. uh, stops us taking ourselves quite so seriously too. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a real uh, pop of the balloon of the ego, isn't it? Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think too, when I think about um, our Father in Heaven, you know, we um, come before God with um, emotional distress or whatever it is. We're coming before God with something. And I think um, as a father does, he's looking at our emotional distress and I think he's um, concerned by the uh, war that is waged on our soul through mm. that. But I think on the flip side, he's unmoved by our circumstances just in that he's so much bigger than them. And I think what we come with before God doesn't even touch the little end of his pinky. He's so much bigger than it. Um, and I think if he could pick us up and give us a heaven's eye view of, um, you know, what he sees, the real of our life, mm. um, he would be saying, look how this fits in and yeah. it's okay. Mm. So he's yeah. compassionate and merciful of what we're going through. But on the other side, um, he knows where it fits in and, cause he's, and he's unmoved because he's so much bigger than it. Mm. Mm. So do you see that when you pray that our Father mm. who are in heaven – that it kind of is, well, whilst you're coming probably with a request or a, a, a We a want prayer, something. <laughs> yeah. um, what actually happens in the process of actually praying that is, is that you automatically get aligned with his agenda. Yeah, 
Yeah, so yep. you let go of some of what you are because all of a sudden when you pray that line, our Father who art in heaven, yeah. you're automatically aligning yourself. Okay, well, there's a bigger picture here. 100%. And I'm only seeing one part. Yeah, so we have that in the back of our mind, um, all that God is and the place that he abides and um, that he knows the past, present and the future and how everything works out. So, yeah, that does change our heart and gives us that um, perspective of... Mm. more of a perspective of where God might be coming from. Mm. Not that we can pretend to fully know that. (laughs) That's good. It's a good place to start your prayer life, I suppose, that Mm. reminder of the bigness of God. That's Mm. what I'm hearing. Yeah. 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 Puts things in perspective. Mm. Is that freeing? Like, does that reduce stress or does that make you feel more stressed? Because there's there's a seeding of control and there's a seeding of your own power Mm. when you pray that prayer. Um, it doesn't cause me any stress or <laughs> like I'm really more than happy to relinquish all control to God. And I think um, when we understand the enormity of who God is and how um, if we give him control in certain areas of us, mm. um, it's freeing. We, mm. we don't have to worry. And I suppose you've got mm. that earlier on you, you used the language of dad. Yeah. So I suppose there's that relationship part which, where you've got that trusting yeah. It's almost like a dichotomy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I think um, we have to learn to trust God as well. Um, you know, we will come through circumstances and we'll be like, ah, I don't know what the outcome is. And we do a little bit of a duck on the water. So it might be cool and calm on top, but underneath we're going, I don't know how this is going to work <laughs> out. Um, but then at the end of the day, we come before our Heavenly Father and we can just know whatever the circumstance, however it works out, we'll be okay. Do you think that you have to have a good earthly father to be able to embrace that line, our father? Or mm. how, how, how do you mm. think somebody who's had a difficult fa- mm. earthly father, do you think that that would be a stumbling block? Um, I think it could be. I think that we can view God and feel about him a certain way depending on the lens that we're looking mm. through. So. You know, um, if we're not taught about who God really is and his real character, I think that could definitely affect um, how we think about him as our Heavenly Father. Mm. What would you say to somebody who maybe that was a stumbling block? What would you encourage them Um, to look at in terms of that Father concept? um, Just read the New Testament, I would say, the teachings of Jesus. Um, What's the parable of the um, lost son? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, where the, you know he's merciful and open-armed and that's who God is, that's his character. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned before that he's the highest vision of every dad ever. Um, so he's a perfect dad. He doesn't have any of the flesh stuff that our fathers have. And so if we look at you know, like anger, jealousy and all those things that we have that aren't righteous, mm. um, God doesn't have any of those, so he's just the perfect dad. Yeah. And I think we have this um, inbuilt sense of knowing what is a good parent so when our parents do something that isn't good we go why would you do that when you're my parent so we know what a good parent is and so i think if we read the bible we can learn and that will resonate with us yeah that was probably a bit long-winded i like that instinctive Mm. thing too because Mm -hmm. i think you're right i think we do have on the inside of us Mm. an idea of what good parenting is like Yeah. yeah thanks for joining us so far on the podcast 
We just wanted to take this moment to share with you guys a really simple prayer guide that we love to use. It's all about breaking prayer down into three really simple postures. You can check it out at www.tarascommunitychurch.com.au forward slash services. Let's get back to the conversation. What is a really, really cool testimony though, uh, before I had a licence, um, Nolene and Kat really, they knew that I needed to have a licence and they knew that I needed a car because I was pregnant with Elisa or I just had her, can't exactly remember the timeline and they sat out of church one day because they just felt led to pray for me for um, a licence and a car, single mum yeah. um, and I just would bust it everywhere and walk everywhere. Um, and then anyway, later on that afternoon, we stopped by Nolene's son's house and it was unbeknownst to him all that they were praying for. Um, and he, I asked him how much he was selling his car for because he was moving. And he's like, oh, I don't know, a thousand bucks. It was just a little red Corolla. And then later on that day, um, he messaged Nolene saying, um, Holly can have the car if she likes, just come pick it up, it's hers. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And so I feel like that was God being a good dad because you go to your dad when you need a car. That's just who you, you don't go to your mum with car yeah. problems. You go to dad with the car problems. Yeah. Dad, I need some wheels. Yeah. Oh, my car is smoking. <laughs> mm. yeah. And dad came through. Your father in heaven came through. Absolutely. Actually, he has done with all of my cars. Your <laughs> <laughs> father in heaven's a mechanic. <laughs> Seriously, with the second car that I bought, um, what was amazing about that was it was so cheap. And I was just able to pay it off to these people. Amazing. Um, that got me through a few years until, oh, just until Brenton and I got married. And um, Nolene came down for the wedding with the kids and everything. And so I was like, here's my car. You guys borrow my car while we go on the honeymoon. Um, but it literally died right <laughs> after Brenton and I got married the next day. <laughs> and Nolene's, um, it did a head gasket or something. It was not in good condition. But anyway, it just sat on the side of the road until we got back from our honeymoon. And somehow, by the grace of God, we were able to drive it to our home. We don't know how we were able to do that because it never started again. Nolan couldn't get it started. We didn't have to do anything to start it. We just put the key in and away she clunked home. <laughs> and then um, we were praying for a new car. Um, we didn't want the debt of yeah. um, getting it good car anyway we found this awesome little car cheap as they sell for way more than what we bought it for um it was on my heart to offer this really low price i did and they sold it to us wow yeah wow mm. god in heaven the mechanic the car <laughs> the, car dealer. the car dealer <laughs> well, like, uh, i still don't have my dream car um i want a mitsubishi outlander seven seater diesel brown god are you um, listening <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, no, the car that I've got, I feel is. So do you just picture there's not. this massive car yard up in heaven or something? Is that what you're picturing? <laughs> um, no, <laughs> but mm, the cars go to heaven. <laughs> no, God is just so faithful in those things to me. He provides mm. for my needs. Mm. Like I have wants when it comes to cars and all this stuff, um, and he doesn't necessarily provide those, mm. just my needs. Mm. Because there have been times where, um, I would not have done without what he's provo- like. Uh, yeah. what I, I've needed it. We've needed mm. it. Yeah. He's pulled through amazingly. 
divinely, mm. in fact. Mm. So when Jesus uses that language, our Father in heaven, mm. so one of the things that you associate with Father is provider, I suppose. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, are yeah. there any other sort of revelations that you have that are personal to you? Any other um, names of God, I suppose, mm. when you think Father? Um, what do we call Jesus, um, Emmanuel, God with us, who's present, yeah. you know that God is always present. Um, even when I can't feel that God is present, I just know that he is because he's called Emmanuel yeah. and he's with us. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's the biggest joy that I can teach to my children that, you know, if they're in the playground and no one's playing with them or things are really rough, that God is still with you. Mm. Um, he's with us all the time. Mm. And I like to imagine when things are good or things are bad, God just being there. Mm. And that helps um, direct my thoughts and behaviour because he's there always. Mm. He's mm. present. That's good. And I think a good dad is present. Mm. That's really good. With your prayer life. Yeah. <laughs> with your prayer life. So Jesus is inviting us into this way of praying and he says, mm -hmm. Our Father in heaven. Like how do you build that into the rhythm of your prayer life? And what does that mean for you? Um I don't know. I guess I just take it for granted that part. Um, it's the intro that you skip over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm really honest, I, ju I just take it for granted. I just kind of... You don't linger there. I don't linger there and I probably should linger there. Um, yeah. I, it, it would probably serve me well if I lingered there. Yeah. Um, Why do you say that? But, uh, probably because I'm such a relational person. I always feel like I've got all this stuff to work through. <laughs> <laughs> or there's needs that I need to pray for, for other people. Yeah. So um, just because of that's how I'm naturally wired, mm. I don't kind of have this um, big picture mm -hmm. viewpoint kind of thing. So for me, it's kind of like, okay, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Right, now let's get down to business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Whereas it would probably serve me well to actually stop and pause there a little bit longer. So you think Jesus is deliberately asking us to slow down by putting that there? Oh, I think everything about God at times is both slow and fast, isn't it? Like, you know, he has all the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he knows it's good for us to be mm. slow in his presence and to think about who he is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Do you have any rhythms with your everyday prayer life, I suppose? Or is it just um, I more try. like my prayer life where I just throw up a Hail Mary and go, God, I need your help yeah. right now? <laughs> There's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, I do try to start each day with a good prayer. Sometimes I try to do some rhythm thing, but generally I will just pray for the needs of my yeah. family and the people around me and, and the people that I think God has put in my heart to pray for. Yeah. 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 And... I'm like you, Sharon, I tend to just, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, like it's just an address. We're saying, um, yeah. dear Heavenly Father, dear God, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I think with like all things with God, there's more than one side. There's mm. it's always a two-edged thing and we can just do that um, mm. surface thing or we can peel back the layers and it can go a bit deeper. Mm. Mm. I think you're very right. Mm. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to share or otherwise we might start to bring it to a close? I think the only thing I'd like to ask is, with your young people that you work with, yeah. how do you think it would change their life if they recognised mm. that God was the Father? It's mm, a great question. Um, specifically with the group of girls that I have yeah. now, mm. there are many stepdads and there's um, some fathers that aren't around and some fathers that have been tragically killed, so that 
um, specifically for the girls that I'm working with now would actually be huge. It would mm. be transformational. Um, my children are completely, amazingly lucky and blessed to have a wonderful stepdad that loves them mm. like not humanly possible. I couldn't love someone else's children the way that um, mm. Brenton loves my girls and that's uncommon. I see lots of stepdads and that's they love the mum and they like the kids and that's not – it's not – You're not being it, judgmental. No. You're it, just yeah, reflecting it, what the kids yeah, are telling you. It could be better, mm. you know, and that's really common. Um, so, yeah, it would change – it would change the trajectory of their life, I would say, having uh, – I think but that's why one of the reasons why we can – why God does want us to call him dad is because it changes our life, it changes the dynamic of the relationship with him. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because he doesn't tell us to come as, you know, like he's not sort of saying, I'm here as your boss, I'm here as your um, wrong keeper. Um, like some other know. gods in other religions, they're a bit yeah. scary. Aren't yeah, they? Mm. whereas he's, he's actually defining a very familial term, mm. isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Very approachable. Yeah. I, you've said before, Shaz, that um, dads uh, play a big role in shaping character and giving identity and things mm. like that. And I think that's massive for young people, full stop. But mm. then when you add in um, more messy situations like mm. absent fathers or um, step like blended families, mm. yeah, having a God that is like a dad, he can speak into us um, character and life and all those mm. things, which is in the Bible. Yeah, um, yeah. That can definitely change. Mm, that's mm. great. It's mm. very good. Well, with that, I think we'll close there. So thank you so much, Holly. It's so good having you here. Thanks for having me. That's all right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. It's been so lovely to have you. We just encourage you guys to check out our website. We've got some amazing resources on there around how to pray. If you've been impacted by today's uh, podcast, we encourage you to share it with a friend. Why not help them on that journey as well of figuring it out? We'll see you next week.